You're now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast, your daily podcast for sports card news and opinions. What's up, everybody? Before we get into today's episode, I just want to talk to you about our sponsor. So you've heard me mention the launch of Starstock now for a few weeks, and they just officially went live this week. Starstock is building a sports car marketplace aimed to be faster and cheaper for flipping sports cards than any other platform. Check out Starstock.com to buy or sell right now. Here's what Starstock is offering. 5% commission, no ingestion fee. You can send your cards in and they do all the work. Cards are guaranteed and secured in a vault and you can choose to ship the cards back at any time. You can buy, flip, store, and ship cards all with the click of a button. If you're interested in getting involved as a seller, contact Mike at StarStock.com. StarStock is only looking for rookie cards and prospects of current players. For more information, contact Mike at StarStock.com. Now let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? My name is Adam. Welcome back to the show. So on today's episode, I'm going to talk about a theory that I have that I don't know how... It's, 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 it's wild. To be honest, it's kind of a far, it's a far out theory, and I don't exactly know how, I don't, so, okay, so I'm just gonna, here, here it is, I think that Fortnite cards could be similar to Pokemon cards, now, that, I, I think that's a wild take, because Pokemon cards were one of the most popular, of my, for my generation, for 90s, kids that grew up in the 90s uh it was like pokemon cards were the thing now sports cards were still in the picture but at that point uh like the the 95 96 97 right into the 2000s like that was the tail end of the i guess that was the tail end of the junk wax era and that was when people were still getting sort of burned from the buying that they were doing during that era, like during the early nineties, late eighties. Um, so people, and I, and I don't know if it was a, a change from people buying, uh, sports cards to buying Pokemon cards. But for me, I mean, that was basically what I collected. Like as a kid, like I had all 152 of the original set. Like, I don't remember if it was first edition or not, but, um, I actually, I guess it must not have been because I still have some of the cards and I have the actually the original binder. Um, and it was like a mis- mix mash or a mix, mix mash. Is that a term? I don't know, whatever. So it was a mix of like first editions, hollows, non hollows, second editions, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, for me, that was like, those were like the cards and that's, I, that's for sure. Not what people do with the Fortnite cards, but I think the thing is that the amount it's just it, it's the amount of people that play Fortnite. And I know I've talked about in the past the gamer cards. And I think I talked about this months ago when I saw Upper Deck come out with their um they had a oh shoot what what was the game? It was Overwatch. So Overwatch cards. They had in the Overwatch League Upper Deck came out with a set with the players. Now, I had talked about originally, my original point was that if Tops or Panini or whoever were to partner with Twitch, I think that would realistically be kind of a set that has to come out. It would have to be like a Twitch gaming 
set done by Panini or Topps, which I still think is a genius idea, and I still think would probably be one of... I think if those... Like, they would have to... I guess they would have to be produced a lot of for them to... You know, I don't know. And and, and the other thing is, like, if, if they were to do this, I feel like it almost would have to... They'd have to figure out a way to do, like, maybe... And I guess this would be the this would be sort of the dilemma. They'd have to figure out a way to get like people like Ninja and Shroud into that, and then maybe even Courage, who's on YouTube. So, and if you're not ingrained in the gaming culture, I guess you may not even really know what I'm talking about. So, basically, it's it's very similar to the way athletes sign exclusive autograph deals with card companies. The gamers sign exclusive deals with the comp um with the streaming company so like twitch is the biggest one obviously and then there's youtube youtube has a gaming channel and youtube gaming has also been pretty big but streaming hasn't really been their forte there's also facebook there's also mixer which is ninja and shroud are actually on mixer and i think getting them somehow into the set would be pretty important because of how large their audiences are and a lot of people make jokes about Mixer and that it's not popular. And, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not here to say whether that's true or not because, like, yes, if you're comparing how many viewers Ninja and Shroud had on, have on Mixer compared to how many they had on Twitch, it's not really even comparable. It's a very significant percentage less. But so back to the point about the Fortnite cards, essentially. So with Fortnite, is like, it's, it's the biggest game. And I know that there are, there are competitors. I mean, there's Call of Duty. There is, you know, Apex was a competitor for a little bit. Um, there's Valorant, which is basically just CSGO, but uh, a little bit different. Counter-Strike, which is another game. And, but so, but with Fortnite being, like, the biggest game, like, they have a lot of these early skins in in the product, basically. So that's what the cards are. The cards are, it's a... It's, I think it's a 300-card checklist with each 50 cards being a different tier of the card. So the first 50 are, um, like, scenes, which I don't think they're specific scenes from the game. They're just, like, random scenes. And then the next 50, I believe, are common cards, which are a combination of the weapons and then skins. And then the next 50 are... It's a, then, and then another tier of skins, and then another tier, and then another tier. And within that set, there are hollows... Um, and then there's also something called a crystal shard, which is basically just uh, cracked ice, essentially. Uh, so each of these tiers, they each of the cards are within the tier, and like some of the more popular skins. And I mean, from I'm a fan of Fortnite, so like some of these things make sense to me, but they may not make sense to people who aren't fans of the game. So like the Skull Trooper is one of the most popular. They have the, there's a Clover Sergeant. I know that sounds kind of funny, but that's one of the first original viable skins in the game. So I feel like that would be one. There's also uh, Tomato Man. I think that's his name. I don't, I forget off the top, off the top of my head that is. Um, there are tons of these original skins in the, in the cards. Now, I don't know how, like, because I went to PSA to try and figure out a, print run of these cards and if you go to blowout too like they're on sale so it looks like no one really bought the cards and that's another reason why i think that the if you're buying these cards they could have some more future value is because if you look at the first of all if you look at the say the sales 
there are you can still buy the cards from blowout i don't know if they're still in stores at like target and stuff but you can buy these cards at like the like i said you can buy them through blowout you can buy them on um ebay and so the the print run i guess i don't i don't know how to gauge what it is because if you go to psa like i said the most graded card is only nine like i and i for, i think it's the skull trooper crystal shard card which is like like i said and i don't think i don't think those are numbered either i think the hollow and the crystal shard are both um just parallels that i don't i, I think um i don't know how often they come in but obviously it's not often but the um the because then they have the tiers so like it's similar to select where they have like the, the higher tier cards drop at a lower rate and so some of the like base skins and it's weird how they did it i don't know i don't necessarily know why they chose certain ones because it's not like they chose it based on rarity or anything because like skull trooper who's one of the more popular um probably i'd say he's almost he uh, the skin is probably one of the most well-known skins in fortnite i would say um and i do need to do a little bit more research on this but like i feel like also popular skins that streamers use could be another one like um they don't have some of the skins that st specific streamer uses like i i'm a fan of a streamer his name is nick a30 and he has one that he used i think it's the alpine skier and he uses the canadian version of the alpine skier like that skin isn't in the cards so the last set of cards came out last june so from last june until now there's been so many partnerships as well that's the other thing that i think is maybe underrated with fortnite is that there's ways that they can use potentially some of the licensing partnerships that they've had to get more content into these cards that aren't just fortnite related like fortnite and nfl did a partnership like fortnite and drake have done a partnership i mean there's there i feel like if they were if they did this if they want to do this correctly my opinion would be that they should do they should focus on streamers and they should figure out the more popular skins from the streamers and that should be kind of their avenue for what is what the checklist in there and i don't think they've announced a new series two checklist so like if there only ends up being one set of these cards that would be another reason why i think they'd be popular just for example like the pokemon first edition cards are extremely popular but like i don't know i guess i don't necessarily know how the cards would become popular in that sense where like pokemon took over a generation but it was like that was the ip the original the original concept was pokemon like the cards for fortnite are renditions are they are they are the game the game is then becoming the cards so like i don't know these are kind of some of the concepts where i i i'm thinking through it and i don't know how to navigate why i think they would be not exactly popular but like i like the the cards themselves why they could be valuable in the future and why i'm going to be doing more research on them so i you know it's it's something that i think is out of the box it's you know there's 
you can buy these cards for two, three, a dollar, depending on which ones. Like, because even if you go to like eBay, it's hard to find specific cards. Like, if you type in Skull Trooper Panini, there's maybe only 20 to 30 listings of the cards. So, it's not like they're easy to find. So, these are all kind of the reasons why I think it's something I want to look into a little bit more. The other issue may just be the supply of the cards isn't high enough for them to become popular so that would definitely be an issue like the supply of the cards with them being so limited like it may not they may not get the chance to become popular for that reason and that would obviously be an issue but i think it's an out-of-the-box theory that I, I think is something, like I said, I'm going to be looking into it more, and I think it's something that maybe, if you're a Fortnite fan, I, I think that it's something where it's not crazy to think that these cards could become cool. Um, if you're Because they have, they have a lot of the original skins in there. So, it's it, like I said, it is also going to depend on what happens with the skins and what happens with the game in the future. Because, obviously, if the because the, the other thing <clears throat> excuse me one of the points that i have on the game is that people loved the or the first rendition of the game like they love the first map they love all these original things that have to do with the game so like that's why i think like these original skins and like the concepts that were popular back in june of back in june of 2019 could bring popularity to these cards and i also think longevity of the game is going to matter as well like the competitive scene is interesting in the fact that it's a lot like there is a competitive scene but also at the same time like people say that there isn't a competitive scene like big names like Tifu is like it's a joke it's it's all this like people love talking crap about the competitive so you know that's gonna that could be an issue but I do think overall, like, if this game somehow can become more competitive and have more longevity, if this is a 10-year, if this game lasts as long as, like, League of Legends and, like, Counter-Strike and, like, even Overwatch has been around for four or five years at this point, if this game has that type of longevity, I definitely see these cards having more of an impact from a fan perspective. But, like, if it doesn't, then obviously all these concepts and theories really don't. But at the same time, I think right now the game is popular enough that there could be a nostalgia type of thing where somebody who in, I don't know, maybe three or four or five, ten years, I don't know, they could look at this game and they could say, like, wow, that was such a good time. That's why, and that's why they would be interested in the cards. And, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of my theory. And it's sort of crazy, but I wanted to kind of get it out there and see what everybody else had to think. Um, and that's going to be it. That's all I've got for today's episode. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you to our sponsor, Starstock. Heroes for sale on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.